Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday. Welcome to another episode. I'm here as always to make sure that you get off to a great start of this week. If you are new to the podcast and our community, make sure you hit the follow button so that you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And if you've been listening for a while and you're hungry for more, Make sure you follow me on Instagram as well as sign up to get our weekly mindset and performance hacks delivered straight to your inbox. You can find the link to that in the show notes. It's on mindic.eu slash weekly hacks. And on Instagram, you'll find me by searching for Jocelyn Liliano in one word. And also the link to that is in the show notes. Now... To today's episodes, this is another chat with myself and Lorna Hogarth, where we dive into the definition of success. What even is success? What does success mean to you? How do you strive towards success? Is it the case that success is something that you reach in the future or can you just decide that you are successful right now? Those are some questions that me and Lorna dive into and I'll just say, let's go. The definition of success in the dictionary is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. In my word, that's completion yeah. of an aim or purpose. Yeah. So only when you complete your aim are you successful. Yeah. However, I believe that the journey to our goals is the destination. Our goals can change. They might be achieved, disregarded or interrupted due to things happening out of our control. So is the dictionary wrong in saying success is an accomplishment? So am I not successful now because I can't ride two star because I've not accomplished it. Well, so therefore, am, am I unsuccessful? No, I'm not. My goal's changed. I suppose it comes down to what you have made your definition of success. Exactly. Because if you've made your definition of success to improve, to constantly learn and grow, then it is about the journey. But if you've made your definition of success to win badminton then success is only reached while you accomplish that aim so my questions were what you consider success looks like for you how do you define it now would you like to change your definition of success moving forward to serve you better mm -hmm. is success learning is success continuing the journey is success having no regrets what do you think your definition of success is in your life what is you being successful Definition of success for me is fulfilling my purpose, the reason I was put on this earth. And what is that? It's about inspiring people, spreading positivity. Mm -hmm. I remember I wrote down somewhere at some point, like, I am the bright shining star. Mm -hmm. I am put on this earth to make other people sort of guide them, um, lead the light sort of for people, inspire people, spread positivity and install positivity in other people. And then I guess the question you would always ask is, how do you know when you've reached that? How do you know How do you know when you've got there? A million percent, I appreciate what you said, and I totally agree. And I think you're doing an amazing job of it, and you you are a million percent successful. But how do you personally know that that you are being successful? 
you're right. It's hard to know, but I'm going to take it something that I heard someone else said, but I think it's a, it's a great answer to this question. When, like at the end of your life, sort of meet the guy with the book kind of thing, the universe, basically the one who taught everything out, he puts everyone on the earth and every person has the choice whether they're going to live out their full potential or not. It's up to you, right? You're given certain skill sets, you have a purpose, but it's up to you whether you live out your purpose or not. If you become the the absolute best like uh, version of yourself it's up to you right you can stay in your comfort zone and you can do those things and then you're not going to become that most evolved version of yourself but then at the end of your life you are confronted with the person who is the full potential and you know if you have achieved that if you're twins now we're getting philosophical <laughs> Knowing that you are like at the end of your life, you're going to be put face to face and you're going to be showed what you could have been. And the question then is, are you that? Yes or no? I guess that's the same as when they talk about, you know, you're on your deathbed or you're dying and yeah. like your your regrets, essentially. And you've taken your dreams and your goals you know, you've never lived them out. You've you've dreamt them all your days, and now it's too late. There's there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. But I suppose that you know that's when you you would know. Have you lived out your full potential or not? Mm. Is when you see it. This is what it could have been. If you would have pushed your comfort zone and gone after your dreams and dare to do it and stop caring about what everyone was thinking and dare to take risks. This is what it could have been. So therefore, is success living your life to the full potential? Live, living out your own fullest potential, I suppose. Yeah. That's but then you can see how you can make that really specific, can't yeah. you? Like, what does success look like? Because for people, I guess for many people, it'd be like, I want to be happy. I want to help people. I want to, you know, all those things, I guess, that you think. But what is happiness? Yeah. And to be honest, I haven't answered that question very specific either, because that what I just answered, it can mean anything, right? What is the fullest potential of yourself? Yeah, it can mean anything. I guess if you want to work towards that, you need to make it clear what it is, because otherwise you don't know what you're aiming for. But then if you ask me that, what is your full potential would be like going after your dreams, going after your goals, not making up any shitty excuses be willing to fail because that doesn't matter because the whole the whole journey is learning so the only regrets you have are the, or the only regrets I would have would be the, the things that I, that I haven't done that I haven't been brave enough to do yeah exactly that because if there's a braver version of yourself that would have lived out and you were to be confronted with that person you'd immediately see that actually I was capable of more what does success success look like for me being the bravest person that I can be and embrace every single challenge that comes my way? That is way more specific than the answer that I give. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good one. That's something that you can make really specific and that you can actually set goals around on a daily basis. And what does brave mean? Brave <laughs> means not entering into any negative self-talk, like not pulling myself apart for things that didn't go to plan stop caring what other people like being all those fears. i like that what is my definition of success being the bravest person that i can be 
I do think it's important to make it more specific. Like, I think mm -hmm. I can make my way more specific. I guess in a way I have made, made it more specific into like, you know, what I'm doing as a profession. And I feel like that is my way of living out my potential. Biggest ones for me would definitely be no negative self-talk. Take that out of the way. Because if you take yeah. that out of the way, then you are really brave and you're willing to take risks and you're willing to embrace challenges. It's only that wee voice in your head when it starts chatting to that puts that self-doubt. So then you don't take a risk. You don't take on a challenge. You don't move up in your riding. Then you're scared about what other people think and all that full circle of shit. Yeah. If you take all that out. I think that's a good question that you're asking right now. It's like, what needs to, I suppose it's like, what, what needs to change in order to move towards your full potential? Need to stop listening to your negative self-talk what other things if you if you see that person in front of you that are your fullest potential like imagine that person like imagine that you were actually in that situation at the end of your life that person is there you meet this person you get to talk to them like how are they different than who you are right now it, and it does come down to that thing doesn't it it is no regrets and why do you not do things it comes down to you don't believe in yourself you think you're not good enough you care about what other people think of you. That is the, for me, that is the main reason that's ever stopped me from doing anything. So imagine you could put on your super pants and you're in this little bubble and off you went with, with nothing that can get in and nothing can touch you. So what does that look like? Lorna with super pants. As brave as can be. Courageous. Ambitious. So how does Lorna with super pants show up on a daily basis? You give everything 110%. 100% because 110 doesn't exist after actually reading about that. So you show up 100%. And how is that different from what you're already doing? Well, I'd like to think I would try and give 100%. So how is that different? I don't know. Maybe I am living in my definition of success already. Yeah, I think I would say, a, I honestly. A, I think you're in a good way, yeah. I think you're heading in the right direction. So maybe I don't want to change that much. Maybe I just want to keep improving on what I'm doing. To be fair, you have changed a lot. I have, last, absolutely. <laughs> the last 10 months, you have changed a mm -hmm. lot. Exactly. I think you have started heading in the direction of your full potential. But there's always work to be done, right? It absolutely is. And you can always add to it and you can always improve on it. But keep, keep working on the things you know that work. Mm -hmm. Keep building on it. And I guess it's like when we talk about things, you know, you have all these tools now and you're always, that self-doubt is always going to be there because I think it's, when you've had it from the start, it's always wired into you in a, in a bit. But if you can very quickly get yourself back out of that again, then put one tiny step forward again. And as long as you keep going a tiny step forward each time, then. Yeah, I think that that is always going to be there. That's what I believe, at least. That, yeah, that so is always I. going Absolutely. to be there because if it's not there, that is just telling you that you're not pushing your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I agree. So I think it's not about like removing it or getting past it or whatever. I think it's about finding tools to deal with it. And like you say, stay in that like as little as possible. Another thing I believe is tools to deal with it quickly. So it doesn't fester. Yeah. It doesn't, you don't start mulling it over. I've talked about that before, you know, in the truck on the way home and I can talk about it for an hour and then yeah. I get home and I'm still in a shitty mood because like, it's still all going on in my head and I wake up the next day and it's still in my head and 
then two days later you convince yourself you're the biggest bag of shit and there's no point in even trying to ride because you might as well give up or give your horse away or give it to a professional rider because you are no good yeah and that's gone on for days and i think also before or when you're in like in your ride and you're just about to enter the arena right when you're standing there and you're just like waiting for it to enter and then that self-doubt comes in then you literally have how long a couple of seconds to mm-hmm. switch yourself out of mm-hmm. that mindset mm-hmm. and into a confident mood like that's all you've got because then afterwards you gotta go right you don't have time to do some kind of ritual that's gonna take you 10 minutes right that time i is think it's there. like you talked about today in the middle of your round and that's one thing that I did. Be around really for that matter. You, ha- you have, you know, you have one dodgy jump or two yeah. dodgy jumps in the middle, but pull it back together and finish it the way you started it. You literally have milliseconds eh, when it comes down to that. Whereas if you focus on the fact you've had two shitty distances, then guess what? The next one's going to come up shit and the next one and the next yeah. one, because all you're doing is worrying and focusing about those two fences. Well, they're gone. So you might as well forget about them and try and pull it back together again. Otherwise your whole round's gone then you come out and then you beat yourself up not only for the two shitty distances for not being able to then fix it and then ride the rest of the course well you have to have some uh, really efficient time efficient recovery routines Mm -hmm. so quickly is a thing for me quickly yeah change your thoughts quickly yeah that was tough but you know what just keep riding and keep finishing it off and be positive because i don't know but for me as soon as you as soon as you get those dodgy distances or you have a run out like as soon as you start riding backward you're going to run yourself into a whole lot more problems the more you keep thinking about what's just happened mm-hmm. and i suppose that's where where as an equestrian is quite a challenge because it is really about seconds like in between two short jumping mm-hmm. fences yeah. you don't like you have a couple of seconds before you have to be right like you don't even have seconds because if you don't ride after the fence you're already missing the next fence literally it's it's so quickly um so i think you need to get so good at those you know finding those recovery routines and and it tends to be the case like the more work you do on this it's like with emotional stuff it's like in the beginning it might take you you might be angry with someone for two days and then you get a little bit better and then it's one day and then it's you get better and then it's five hours and then before you know it it's like more like five minutes but then you need to actually take that five minutes and you need to compromise it into being like a couple of mm-hmm. seconds yeah. if we're talking about a show jumping course where you need to be able to switch that around but i guess that's all the work you do or all the work we all do on your focus points if you've got those if you've got those three things that are in your head when you start and then it goes a little bit wrong or a bit wonky in the middle, then if you can very quickly get those three things back in your head again, and that's what you focus on. So you land and you think, okay, Cantor, so I need to move away from this fence. I need to get my eyes up. I need to look for the next fence. I need to get my body out of the way and quickly get rid of all that crap that's in your head and replace it with something that's really positive that is actually going to help you yeah. and that you yeah. know how to do. I feel like, and I, I think I talked about this in a podcast a while, like it's about focusing like putting your focus on focus points that you know that you can control mm-hmm. like a bad exactly. focus point would be yeah. like if you don't feel like you have control over your distances a bad focus point is like focus on your distances because mm-hmm. whatever you don't feel like you 100% master or maybe you're not ever gonna 100% master something let's be honest but it needs to be something that you feel like you can control because when you focus on things that you can control your confidence grows when you focus on things that you feel like you don't can't control like that you can't control your confidence decreases so 
it's like you you got it like that that's the kind of feeling that you want to create and therefore it's so important when you define your focus points that those are things that you can always do and execute because literally by executing them you're going to improve your ride and your ride is going to become better but also your confidence is going to improve so yes absolutely agreed focus points within your control and on that note we agree imagine that That's all we got for you for today. If you enjoyed this episode, here's what you can do to help us spread the word. Give this podcast a rating and a review. In Spotify, what you need to do is click the three dots next to the title of the episode. Then click go to podcast, scroll to the top and click on the stars. Hopefully those are going to be five. And in Apple Podcasts, click on the three dots next to the title of the episode. Click go to show, scroll all the way to the bottom and click on the starts. And in there, you can actually also drop a sentence or two telling what you think about this podcast. And we love to receive feedback. So we would really appreciate if you can take some time out of your busy day and provide some feedback for us. And other than that, please make sure you tell your friends about this. Please share it on social media. And until next time, I challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing.